Hello and welcome to the Crystal Lightworkers podcast to aid spirituality and well-being using crystals. My name is Jackie Winters and I am the founder of the British Academy of Crystal Healing and today I would like to discuss communicating with light beings. Hello everyone, I hope you're having an amazing day and thank you for joining me and listening to this podcast today. Okay, so here we go into a controversial subject of whether other forms of intelligent life exist, that is, other than human form. Now, my inner sense of humour says, well, I sincerely hope so, as I feel we are not even scratching the surface of what is possible. As human beings, we live in a mainly seeing is believing world. However, my senses are super sensitive and having the ability to use more than my sight, I live beyond the seeing is believing level of reality. And as you're listening to this, I'm assuming that your sensitivity is quite astute as well. So for me, I trust and communicate with the vibrations that my body emits and I listen to how I feel what I know and my insight or my inner sight, thereby interpreting what nature, life, people, situations are all saying to me to a much deeper resonance to know the absolute truth. Today I'm going to share with you a personal experience that takes me out of my comfort zone a little bit because in actual fact I saw this experience and it is true to me and I will take this memory throughout my life. Now I appreciate that this is my experience and not yours therefore you should see if it resonates with you. Is it possible that it happened? And if so just be open to listening and the possibility of maybe there is more to life than we understand. Okay, so this experience all happened whilst I was performing a crystal healing on a terminally ill young man, estimated age around early 20s. I didn't know this man, in fact I had only met him 20 minutes before the extraordinary experience happened. At the time I was working for the National Health Service offering crystal healing to terminally ill AIDS patients and was asked to ensure that I kept their identities secret. And so, to this day, I do not know the name or anything more about this young man except that we shared an extraordinary experience together. We were both blown away by what happened. It was totally unexpected and outside of the realms of normality and it has never happened to me since. Well, as yet, anyway. So, the healing session had been arranged for 3pm. It was done in a clinical room where there were no windows, just electric neon lighting, a massage bed, a cassette player, that's how long ago it was, and all the usual trolleys and clinical things that are housed in a spare room. I had a set routine that I did when I was doing healings, so at five to three I began to play some soft, soothing music via the cassette player which had previously been recorded for a time of 60 minutes to ensure that it would last the full session of healing. Now this is an important part of the story to remember because time is significant here. So the young man entered at 2 minutes to 3 and as we were not allowed to get to know each other or speak to the client personally, we began the healing session immediately to calm and harmonise his energy field and to help him accept and relax into his experience of life. 
so I placed the crystals on his body and sat quietly holding space during the healing session. After what seemed like approximately 20 minutes, I checked my watch to see how much time we had left. However, my watch had stopped at 3pm and I made a mental note to get some new batteries for it. The cassette player was approximately halfway through, so I was aware of the time allocation for the healing. I returned my full attention to the piece, when from the ceiling came a beam of light. The only way I can describe this beam of light was like a spotlight shining down from the top right-hand corner of the room to the space next to the massage couch where the young man was laying. Now I spent a moment or two wondering where's that light coming from because as I said there were no windows in the room at all for sunlight to shine in from the corridor outside into the room and then the most extraordinary thing happened. A ball of light appeared in the beam and slowly descended within the beam to the side of the massage couch where it changed into a shape of a being. I couldn't see any definition of features as the being was light, sort of transparent. I suppose like when you look at a shadow on a wall, you can see the shape and make out what it is but there is no definition of features. I wasn't frightened at the time, which afterwards did actually baffle me how I was totally comfortable with witnessing all this, but it was just the vibration in the room was so peaceful and harmonious that there was nothing other than peace and harmony being held in the room. And none of this made any sense to me logically afterwards, but at the time I just went with what was happening. I just didn't think. The being stood next to the man and I began to have knowings. No English vocabulary was spoken in my internal world or in my external world, but a communication began to happen between us that was beyond words. Just deep knowings, really, I suppose. So I knew that the being was here for the young man and not for me. I knew that the young man had been asking for help from the universe and praying for a more intelligent form of life to help him heal his condition. I knew that we would be given undisputable proof that this was a visitation from beyond the earth plane. I also knew I had to tell him when the healing was over what had happened. After what seemed like approximately 15 minutes, the light being reduced back down to a ball, probably the size of a beach ball, and travelled back up the beam of light which had been in the room all through the experience. The beam then disappeared, no trace, nothing, out of the room, and I was left to tell the tale with the young man. Now at this point I want to remind you listeners that I had never met the man before and now I had sort of promised a light being that I would relay the experience to him. So I'm sort of thinking, okay this is going to be a bit tricky, how do I start this conversation? So when the crystals had been removed and the young man had been brought back into full consciousness, he was relaxed and he was sat bringing his awareness back into full reality. I decided to start the conversation by asking him if he was interested in Star Trek, to which he replied, no, he wasn't. Oh no, how is he going to take this? So my mind was now really puddled, but I decided to go on and just sort of spit it out. It had happened, it was true, and I couldn't actually look at him. It all sounded like something out of a sci-fi film. So I began, at the very beginning, I explained everything that had happened. 
I put my head down and looked at the floor because I couldn't actually look at him when I was saying this. Now, when I'd finished retelling the story of what had happened and I saw that he was sobbing, he told me that he had been born with AIDS, that his mother was a drug addict, that it was not his fault that he was carrying this terrible disease and wondered why he would have to live with it. And why had he had to live like this? Why would he choose to come to earth and live in a diseased body? He had a very strong belief that there was more intelligent life in the universe. And since being diagnosed, he had prayed every single night that he make contact with the more intelligent life form out in the cosmos and that they come and help him heal this terrible disease that he had. He couldn't thank me enough. It was really emotional. And I was so pleased that I'd shared the experience with him. And so after what appeared to be an extended healing session, over the hour, we were only allocated an hour, eight feet, the cassette player had finished. We went to the door together. I opened the door into the corridor and a nurse was passing and she asked us why we're not doing a healing today. We both looked at each other puzzled, but we've just finished. She said, you can't have because you were only in there two minutes ago. We checked the clock in the hallway and sure enough, my watch was now working again and it read two minutes past three. Time had stood totally still. I wondered how this could be as the cassette player had completed the full one hour of music and we were speaking at the end for approximately 10 minutes. The young man just looked at me and said, undisputed proof, hey? Oh my goodness, this was just incredible. He then left and I only ever saw him again once, approximately 18 months later, when he reported that the illness was all in hand. His life was now more harmonious. He said that he would never ever forget the experience that we shared and that the doctors are truly happy with his progress. He hopes that one day this disease will be manageable for everyone who has come across it. Now this story is my truth. I experienced it and it has been sort of reinforced my belief that there are beings of consciousness that do not inhabit form. Although I have not repeated this experience, what I have done is found myself in sacred spaces where I have been able to sense the presence of other beings. It seems to require a deep peace to be able to connect to these beings like in meditation. When I have done mountain retreats where the vibration is so still and pure, I can access the deep knowings and communications with them. I use crystals to help change my vibration to access different frequencies of thoughts and awareness. Did you know that the visible light spectrum has wavelengths ranging between 400 to 700 nanometers? Wavelengths shorter than 400 nanometers or longer than 700 nanometers are invisible to the human eye. Therefore, it is scientifically proven that we can only see a portion of the light spectrum, making it totally plausible that there are beings or consciousness within the light realms beyond our ability to be able to see. If this scientific information helps you to start eliminating doubt that we are not alone, then please use it to start speaking with light beings. Crystals will change your ability to access various frequencies of consciousness. 
if you want to reach the master realm or the master level of consciousness as I like to, then my suggestion is to find a sacred space to meditate and take a high vibration crystal with you, something like apophyllite, dambyrite, phenakite. These are all crystals that will heighten your awareness to connect to the purer realms of reality. However, it is very important to use grounding stones afterwards as you can be left spaced out with little awareness of the material world. Please note that using high vibration crystals to take awareness into purer realms of consciousness means that any lower vibrations within your energy field will be purified. Now this all sounds great, but let me explain. The purification process within your system sometimes must touch the physical form and can create intense detox sensations, headaches, feeling sick, emotional upset or dark thoughts inflicting distress. So it's really important that you use crystals safely. It's never going to harm you, but it can create disharmony for a little while. And so therefore, this safe and kind way to purify your body is to go steady at a gentle, loving pace in tune with all levels of awareness, your mental perception, physical needs and emotional stability. So if you do decide to use high vibration crystals and set your intention to speak with the master realms or the masters that are not in human form, like the angelic realm, the ascended masters, the great white brotherhood, the what we might call extraterrestrials, whatever it is that you feel you would like to reach their level of vibration, these purer levels of existence, these more beautiful souls that can help us educate us, then you have to do for short lengths of time at the beginning to make sure that you don't over ingest light into your energy field and have a healing crisis or feel distressed afterwards. So here are some earthing crystals in order to help strengthen your energy field and your resolve to be able to integrate that light. So my suggestion is to maybe no longer than 30 minutes meditating with high vibration crystals and then spend the same amount of time grounding yourself with something like bogey stones. Now, bogey stones are very heavy grounding vibrations and come in pairs, male and female, and they're quite balancing and they can help you hold space in the material world very, very well. So if you feel as though you've really drifted off and you can't bring your focus back fully, then bogey stones are very heavy and will earth you very quickly. Black tourmaline is another very good grounding crystal. It's a very heavy vibration. It's not quite as heavy as bogey stones and it will rid any obsessive thoughts or deep fears that may come to the surface after you've been in these higher, cleaner realms of awareness. So if you find that you start to have obsessive thoughts or dark thoughts or anything like that, then the black tourmaline will help earth those kind of vibrations for you. Another grounding stone is hematite. Hematite has a quite a heavy vibration and it will bring your awareness into the physical realm really easily and into the red ray and earth you. Smoky quartz is another grounding crystal. It's not quite as heavy. Now the heaviness can over a period of time make you feel depressed but we're just looking at using these heavy crystals to bring us back after we've meditated and spoken to light beings. 
beings that are beyond the physical level. Smoky quartz is not as heavy, so therefore if you don't feel you've travelled too far into the realms of the beautiful light beings, then smoky quartz will help you. It's a very protective energy. It curbs fear and it helps you to live your life. So for me, I use smoky quartz regularly. We used to go skiing often and at the time I used to go around handing smoky quartz to everybody on our skiing trip and uh, it always kept us safe. The only day I did have an accident, I wasn't actually carrying my smoky quartz. I'd forgotten it. It was on the side when we got home. So smoky quartz is very good physically for protection and emotionally and mentally. Petrified wood is another crystal that will aid eliminating old thought patterns that may resurface when you've been in those purer vibrations. And amber will aid present moment awareness and eliminate doubt, insecurity and create a sunny outlook. So there are more, but these are good for starters. So if you fancy joining me on a class to maybe discover and do a guided meditation to visit the realms of the light beings and the masters and the vibrations that are being beyond the physical realm, which is quite dense and that are not inhabiting form, I think you will be absolutely delighted by the feelings that you get, the feelings of sort of, you know, this is how life's meant to be. No low vibrations, no disharmony, no upset, no hurt, no intention to hurt, just love and truth. There really are some amazing levels of awareness that we can reach and what we're aiming to do as light workers is to bring that vibration down into the physical form slowly and gently so the physical body can digest what's happening. So we need to purify our body, get rid of anger, fear, sadness, all of those low vibrations and live in the physical form at the vibration of these beautiful beings that are trying to help us on Mother Earth. So if you want to join me on any of the classes, visit www.britishacademyofcrystalhealing. Visit us on Facebook, Crystal Shaman Group, Instagram, TikTok or Twitter. So hopefully this has given you a little bit of insight by me sharing my story and letting you know that, you know, this was my experience. So I do know that consciousness does live outside of the form that is here on the earth plane and it is possible to have conversations with light beings. So I'd like to wish you all an amazing day. Thank you for joining me and hopefully we'll meet again soon. Much, much love. Take care.